Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I'm going to let you guys have it just for a second. I don't know why we always yeah, open what a dance to these. Somebody. Wait, do we have to pay for this? Ow. Oh, me. Wow, now that you just made our viewers turn the volume down. Whatever, it's the last, second to last show. Yes, welcome After Buzzers to another after show for State of Affairs. It is episode 12 here and now. If you guys haven't done so already, go to our YouTube okay. channel, youtube.com backslash TV. Subscribe. Also, leave us some comments, questions. Check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. We're having a little bit of difficulties here with English headphones, and I don't know why, because uh-huh. maybe we should have checked it before. Well, we tried. Anyway. <laughs> Someone um, wanted... Whoa, whoa you're Lord. really loud. Yes. But we can, um, you know, leave your comments, questions. We love you guys' theories out there. We love what you guys have going on. We love, you know, the comments, the good, bad, the ugly. We want to know what you guys are thinking. Uh, I'm your host, Steph Z. You guys can tweet me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Also, you guys can tweet the hat with the hashtag state uh, ABTV, A-B-T-V. state OA, and we will answer. We love being interactive with you guys. So let us know what you think about the show, about our show, about everything. And um, allow me to introduce the rest of the panel. We got the lovely... Julian Dujeric at Julian Dujeric is my Twitter and Instagram handles. And as always, except for last week, it is Pink English <laughs> on Instagram, as well as on Twitter, English Speaks. I'm glad to be back with you guys. As always, except last week, two weeks before that, <laughs> then the week before the other week. Um, no, so again, uh, so what do you guys think about this episode? I'm, I gotta say, I'm usually the one that's always pulling for the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot happened. It was really emotional, but I kind of missed that that beginning that kind of drew me in. I didn't feel like I was like drawn in. I, I felt to. like because the end was so dramatic and the music and it was like war. It was almost like a movie. Yeah, felt that, like, build up yeah, to that. That it had to open up kind of a little normal, right? But it All doesn't right, keep well. with the pattern that. that no, it doesn't totally keep with the pattern, happened. and I feel like there could have been. Um, some ways to make us sucked in right in the beginning. Because I actually did like that. It's clear that they've wanted to, you know, open up with a explosion, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. not f- literally always, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like this one, I was just waiting for something to happen and I was anticipating and then I kind of mm-hmm. fell flat when I it was know, like I, the, the it was funny. I, re- I was like thinking maybe we need to rewind it because maybe we forgot the climatic like opening. Spot. Because I was like, this is not really how it typically opens. So I'm like, maybe we forgot to watch this part. But no, obviously we didn't. We didn't. We're no. perfect. Well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> but we do open with some flashbacks from Charlie and Nick. So we're getting a little bit more backstory about their relationship. Mm. Um, we it's don't- hot and heavy. 
it is hot and heavy, but it's more than that. It's it's actually deep. It's like mm-hmm. he's trying to take her places to get her over. Like we're, we're kind of. I don't know. Maybe I missed something, but I feel not 100% sure what the point of that was. To see if she can hang, to see if she really wanted to go after Hakam, whatever. Like, what did Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. What did you... <laughs> I did it again. What did you guys think of that opening scene with uh, Charlie and Nick? Let's start with you, Jillian. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Ladies first. Oh, my God. Chivalry is not dead. So I thought it was uh, definitely, yeah, I think it was kind of like on a mellow note. But uh, having seen the rest of the episode, I think it, it was good to not uh, start off so dramatic. I think um, the gradual procession or the gradual the gradual uh, dramatic climb of, of the narrative of the story uh, was good for me this yeah. week. And what it was a you- nice change for me. Yeah, what did you think about um, the scene with Charlie and Nick? And, and the oh, fun? the establishment. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm still singing uh, Whitney Houston in my head. Right. I'm not present. Um, no, it's it's. I, I I guess it was. I mean, it was all right to me. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was nice to see their backstory. I don't really see exactly if they're like. I agree with you. I don't know if it's all that necessary, but it was nice to see. I didn't hate it. Right. My thing is. I think with any show, they have to add some kind of love and sex to make people watch it. And that's basically what they do. They fight. Mm. They don't ever agree on when they should pull a target or shoot or trust me, trust me, trust me. And then they just have sex. So but kind of <laughs> it well, just ends in for me, it, it brought up it. it poked at my curiosity about the timeline between this because clearly Charlie's married Mm. or, you know, engaged. And she has a fiancé that dies. You know, I get that they're chopping up the timeline, but I wonder when this actually happened Mm -hmm. as opposed to when she was with Aaron and Mm -hmm. when Aaron got killed and how that all played out because it's very clear we see, you know, revealed in the end with this scene that Nick for her is is a true love. Yeah. I think the way yeah the way it was depicted like I will always love you. She trusts him, and you know with Aaron we see. I mean obviously he was dead by the time we get introduced to him, but it was just kind of like I loved him. Like yeah that was my fiance. Like that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do with your fiance. The way she talks about. Nick, she never really discussed Aaron like that to us. Like, she's had opportunity at her therapist to, like, you know, we've had scenes where we could see, like, how she really felt about Aaron. But it's kind of been, like, a fog, just the whole situations. Like, she's sad that that happened in opposed to her love for him. All right. Do we think that it's even deeper? Um, do we think that Aaron was part of a plot because now we know we've got Nick who's a true love Mm -hmm. we've got Fada who we learn in this episode we thought was working for Charlie but apparently Fado is actually working everyone and mm-hmm. he is actually Shaka Khan yes <laughs> um so do we think that Charlie somehow knew like you know what knew I mean? that that she was being played well no do we think that she knew that Aaron was gonna die but she thought it was okay because it was more of a master plan for her and Nick 
to or am I crazy? okay maybe i mean that's possible that's a I think prediction that's a good yeah. that's that uh, that would make sense like mm-hmm. it's all tying together yeah. and I, yeah. don't, I don't feel yet that we know where the puzzle pieces fit mm-hmm. but like we're seeing that they could fit in more than one place yes yeah. yeah. and, and it really kind of go to go back to her relationship with her and nick it seems like they had a relationship in the meantime of her and aaron or even before that it doesn't seem like there was ever any downtime for her to have a separation to get over I mean we do see it was a year had passed um since Aaron but it kind of, your your prediction kind of leads up to that because it's like okay well how did you just like you're so okay with hooking up with this guy all the time you're so madly in love with him and then your fiance dies so it's kind of like well was this a plan were well, you guys planning all of this out right because Correct me if I'm wrong. It was a few episodes ago, but once the fiance died, there was kind of like I'm a not ready yet towards Nick. But then that didn't really last. Well, we only get to see like a year had passed, so we didn't get yeah. to see in between that year if they were hooking up. But within the a year, she was already hooking up with Nick. Right. So, so there was clearly Nick before Aaron. There was or, Aaron. There was some sort of waiting period, and then there's unless Nick she again. was hooking up with Nick with when she was with Aaron. I don't know. I don't know if she was. Again, like, I, I like that we don't... Hopefully we'll find that out, because I'm very curious. Yeah, it's I not, the know. timeline isn't very clear. I would hope, actually, just based on my own uh, wishful desires for the, for the character, that she would Has honor... Morals. Yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, she, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, kind of moral bankrupting that happens when you're in that line of work. I would mm-hmm. hope that at least in this aspect of her life, she would stay... Kind of true to her vows, but uh, or I guess she never got married. Did she? Were they? They were, they were fiance. They were fiance. Yeah. yeah, she at least stayed true to the, the the commitment that she made to be with him only. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I I don't like that we don't know. Just because I'm kind of a control freak and I wanna I wanna fill in I the blanks well, all at once. Yeah. But um, it does it does make it would make the most sense to to have that kind of a timeline. Yeah, uh, I do agree with I you agree. on that. So I think that that's probably the most plausible. Yeah. I think we would appreciate her and Nick's relationship a little bit more. You know, yeah, we yeah. value it a little bit more. Well, and also when you're when you're in a foreign country, as I can imagine, with someone doing dangerous work, you get close. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I I don't I don't I don't see it as such an odd thing that they got to, they you know they hooked up during that time. No, and if you think about it now it's like if nick really is gone mm-hmm. which i don't know that i 100 percent believe he's gone or it's someone's gonna be alive from that maybe maybe i'm crazy maybe but um you know now charleston's lost two loves right supposedly. i was thinking that too. so mm-hmm. is she i mean look what she went through last time she had to go through therapy she mm-hmm. had to go through this crazy you know whatever Maureen and her did to mm-hmm. remember stuff like what's gonna like what is she gonna turn into now mm-hmm. like where she's gonna blow a gasket you know yeah. I feel like she that she's gotta be a very strong character to sustain that twice yeah. so I feel like there's something I don't know why they would do that to one character well she'll she might go back to some of the what we saw in the beginning of the season 
where she was doing some really reckless personal behavior, as they put it. And uh, meet someone new. And meet someone new that's maybe not the, the best uh, for her, or she might be reckless in her professional life somehow. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this manifests, how this new pain manifests in and in what you know area of her life it does. I totally think that now it has happened, like you said, it's going to drive her crazy. And I think that it's going to draw a really big wedge between her and the president because she wants to blame someone. Mm. She has to blame someone about this situation. Like, well, we do see her, not to interrupt, but we do see her in what you're talking about, mm. blaming. We see her blaming Kurt blame. at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, will she blow a gasket and kill Kurt? Is Kurt really working for the Craig group? Do we believe that Craig... I know we're jumping around a little bit, but mm-hmm. so much happens simultaneously mm-hmm. on this show, so I think it's kind of okay. Um... But do we believe... Let's move on to that. Let's move on to Kurt for a second. Do we believe... Like, who is he working for? He said TKG. Well, well TKG, he, uh, he said, but then he said he was working for the CIA. And well, because he had a gun to his head. Well, he's so, yeah. saying that Navarro sent him to go as part of the CIA to figure out what TKG is doing. To be doing. a double agent. Yeah, to be a double agent. And... I don't believe him. I think that he's a good liar and he plays that soft like role and he knows Charlie and they have kind of a friendship and a relationship where she can kind of believe like, I don't really believe he would do that. But we've seen his bad boy side. Mm. We've seen him get down. We've seen his bad boy side. Here's where I don't understand. This is where I'm torn. What motivation does he have to be with uh, with TKG? Um, I, 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 I did believe him before in previous episodes. I did think he had good intentions. Um, now there's obviously some question to that, but then what puts me on the fence and what makes me think, you know, he may, you know, what, what gives me those questions is like, what motivation does he have to be a part of the TKG? Um, or to work in their best interest? Well, if you think about it, it kind of now that we have this reveal the evidence almost points more so that he would be with the CIA because he's mm-hmm. approached by the the girl the blonde girl with the I forget her name with the Craig group the, mm-hmm. the blonde and uh, did he tell somebody maybe that he was approached so that uh, did he tell director Navarro that so director Navarro was like okay let's make pretend you get fired knowing that the Craig right. group will come after them and that he had to get fired as a big show in front of everybody to make it be believable or who knows or he may have been teeter-tottering of wanting to go on that side and they're like okay we'll fire you from the cia because remember the whole lie detector test and stuff Mm -hmm. unless we will keep you unless you play both fields and with him he's not really he's like disposable really I just don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I it, it's not the way he. I get a credit to the actor. The way the actor plays this role and the way they've written this character, I guess, is yeah, a better. Right. It's a credit to the writers. Um, it, it makes it so that you don't really know what his yeah. motivations are. Because on the one but, hand, I really do think that there maybe he maybe he's still figuring it out. Him, the character. I mean, maybe I, he just I, likes the Mercedes that he got. Well, I mean, we all do. But I think he. And I, that's a great motivating factor. But mm-hmm. it, it's it, for me, it just I feel like he may be torn. The reason why we don't know where he where his motivations lie or where his loyalties lie is because he doesn't really know. Well, but in his reveal too. We have Charleston figuring out, which is, you know, we're going to jump to the end a little Mm -hmm. bit. But Charleston figures out that Fada 
is the one mm-hmm. and she figures it's out that in the scene with Kirk that she figures out that but Fada you know actually what? is Shikakam and that she's actually the one that's have been being played for so long mm-hmm. so there's a lot of unanswered stuff so um, next week's the season finale yeah so they gotta yeah. wrap up a lot of ends mm-hmm. They, but you know what Kirk was trying to say? He was trying to get a hold of Charlie all day. I wish that they would have shown that. That made him seem like he was lying. Well, yeah. yeah, the only thing we did see was that he was trying to get a hold of Maureen. So I don't know. Does that mean Maureen? He, we see Maureen get a text from him, like, I need to talk to you right now, and she doesn't leave or answer anything. So does that mean that Kirk is kind of tied to Maureen still? Is there some, well, I mean, we know he boo. liked them. Yeah. Yeah, but nothing, I don't think she really liked him. No. But you know that there's, you know, there's a lot of, crossing going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of loose ends. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do and how they make, like, answer all the questions. Because there's think, a lot. I think if he wanted to get in touch with Charlie, he would have. Yeah. I don't think he needs to go through Maureen yeah. to get in touch with Charlie. I mean, this is something that was said on behalf of, like, Charlie said this. Like, mm-hmm. this, you had the access, you had the leverage, you know. you It's, it's something that you could have easily done, uh, and that's why I don't believe you at all. But yeah. at the same time, <clears throat> excuse me, at the same time, I don't under, I just don't get where, w- what's the end game? What's, what's, why, why be a part of this TKG? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, it's not, thought, it's not really revealed to me. I honestly mm. thought at the end he was gonna be <laughs> Shaka Khan. <laughs> oh, you thought? I, that actually got through my was, mind yeah. too for a minute. I, I did. Yeah. I was All like, the time he played us, but but I still don't get why they're flashing back to the scene of um, you know, one of the terrorists, the Arizar kids, not kids, but one of the the one that got away. His hospital scene, saying he's not human. Like, well, because Fata's clearly human, but they're because they're saying that he's invisible all this time. It's been a fake person that everyone has been trying to catch. Mm-hmm. Everyone, all these years, this number one person that's been the number one target for over ten years has been Fada, and Fada has been playing everyone along the way, making building up this whole big guy. You guys need to catch him. I can. But show why you would he to- tell the the terrorists working for him that? Like, how does this kid have more intel? Than the CIA or the Craig group. No, I think he was just saying it figuratively. I don't think he was saying it literally. And I think it was just, it was, and he does, I don't know that he has uh, intel. I think he was just repeating, recanting the the saying that Mm -hmm. all of the other kids were saying. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where when she figured out, you know, the the, the encrypted message was that, you know, Fada is the main guy, but I don't. I don't think he had the the kid necessarily had uh, more intel, Mm -hmm. more or less intel than anybody else. Yeah. I think he was just like he's like a mysterious man, like right. Charlie's mm-hmm. angels, like Charlie. Yeah. It's yeah. all a so web it's like of if Fata, craziness. If Fada is the main guy, then Fada killing Aaron is that something? Like who's working with Fada in order to maybe kill Aaron, knowing that Aaron's the president's son to get the president out of the presidency? Like I feel like the plot thickens so much if Fada's the guy. Because mm-hmm. he's been on the boat with Charleston and Nick. He's killed Aaron. Like, Fada killed Aaron. Mm-hmm. And that shook up the whole presidency. Like, I feel like there's got to be somebody else on the inside that knew Fada was the guy or was giving Fada this information. Maybe it's Kirk. 
I don't know. Maybe he's still he's still not out of the ballpark. Yeah, he's not. He's not. We still don't know. Yeah. All right. So one thing also that stood out for me from this episode, and I don't know why it bugged me, but I'm going to let you guys get your opinions on this. So we're let's plan this mission to kill the top two terrorists, and. We want to, it's like they wanted to think of something that would make it not be able to happen. Weather? Right. I know. Weather? A typhoon? But every week. A typhoon. I know. Come on, with a typhoon. There couldn't have been another, like, information leak. They moved into the tunnels. Like, there wasn't another reason that happened except a typhoon. And they couldn't then fly in the typhoon. I don't know. It, It kind of. It seemed a little bit far fetched for me. I would have had I would have had this uh, leak this uh, photo that was leaked to the press leak a little earlier and have that compromise the mission. That seems like more of an interesting thing to me than yes w- r- rain. Yeah, right. the typhoon compromising the mission made me feel a little bit un- uneasy. And that's why um, Dawkins was kind of like, I can handle this, <laughs> but I've been out here in a little rain before and Charlie that it just seemed like overly dramatic over something that it wasn't like Hurricane Katrina you know Mm -hmm. what I mean right like it was like we didn't even really get a chance to see but his hair was blowing in the wind like my hair blows in the wind Beyonce well it was was pouring that was it was pouring rain and he was saying like that at this point it was too tough and you know they had to choose but if you're dropping a bomb why do you what's what is the rain no have this to do? they were talking about the rain go, as far as going flying in to get and, nick. and dropping someone down oh. in order to take nick out yeah. that's okay. what i think that they were talking mm. about mm. um okay so you know i feel like you know, we we've, we've while we were watching in the screening room you know we saw <laughs> that potus is having kind of a back and forth you know she's some points she shows that she's a really strong character. Sometimes she's kind of comes off as a weak emotional character. Puny POTUS. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know about that. <laughs> but what did you guys think about her? You know, if we if we think about last week's episode where she decides to walk away from this interview, that's probably going to buy her time and probably you know what was his name. Um, Jules Lambert wanted to interview her and that interview would probably make her a little bit uncomfortable maybe might not make her look like the best president she kind of postpones that interview to take on this mission and now you know she thinks this mission might have to be aborted because of weather so how do we think you know POTUS is feeling and and what do you guys think of her actions and to call for the airstrike and to postpone the mission and then call for the airstrike like do you think that shows that she's weak or that she's strong well, I think it shows that she wants this guy to die. I think it shows that she wants to avenge her son's death. I think it shows that she wants to show uh, a, a strength. I think it shows also that she is unrelentless, is relentless and unwavering in her in her focus. Everything is kind of falling to the periphery. The, her main mo is to get this guy and to get him once and for all. She even says to Charlie. Uh, I made the mistake of letting him go once. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 very personal for her, and it's it's very much a show of strength for her. And uh, it, it it doesn't really read to me as anything other than that. Right. What about to you, me, Anna? I don't know. I feel like with her, and she's very menopausal. I think, <laughs> oh, and God. she's in that age bracket. So. <laughs> 
I just feel like as a woman, not to say a woman can't run for president, but I just feel like she's too back and forth and her emotions play a lot on this situation. Like your son is gone. I understand you want to seek revenge or get the people that killed him. But you also have to play every movement wisely. None of this is going to bring your son back. So now it's all about doing the best, like killing these people that killed your son in the best, most efficient way. And I think she gets in that mode and then she pulls back and gets in that mode and pulls back Mm -hmm. too many times. I think maybe it's because we have more access to her than we would any of the previous presidents that we have in real life. Mm. Uh, And so that's why our perception of her is we see her flaws and we see, you know, where she kind of is, uh, where her shortcomings are Mm. as a president. Uh, but I just, I don't know, I would just imagine that someone who is the president of the United States would have to have a little bit more of a backbone, mm. would have to be just a little more, uh, just have a little more gravitas. I don't know. It, it, again, it could be our perspective. We're seeing a lot more of her, but I don't, I don't get, I don't think she's a good president. I don't, At all. I don't know. I don't, you she doesn't what? strike me as a leader. Mm-hmm. She strikes me as a follower. You know yeah. what? You actually bring up a very, uh, interesting point that I don't believe we've talked about all season with the president in that, you know, what we see, we're seeing behind all the closed doors. Like, who knows if Obama is weighing the pros and cons and being emotionally attached Mm. to this or that, but at the time where she comes and whenever she has addressed the nation, Mm -hmm. so to speak, she does seem together and strong. So that's a very valid point that you're bringing up. And really, who knows? Who gets to see that behind doors? But then at the end of the day, we're watching a show. Like, we can't really respect you and your decisions that you're making as a president. And we're we're seeing all these real-life situations that are actually current day to our life right Mm -hmm. now. It's actually a little bit of reality. Like, then we really don't we really don't respect you and we would hate to live in that world. I would hate for her to be our president right now. Well, maybe it just shows, I mean, it just goes to show that even the president of the United States is human. Is a real person. Is yeah, a real person. and I, I do. I wonder if that's, you know, something that they're trying to tap. I wonder if that's on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I wonder if that's on purpose that I they're trying to. I would hate for to be that character then because I'd be like, man, everyone hates <laughs> Well, but I don't know that people hate her. Like, I don't hate her and I can appreciate that she's confused and I can appreciate that all these decisions weigh on her and I can appreciate that all these decisions weigh on her because people might take it one way or another because her son was killed in the line of duty like I can appreciate all the things going on I and, and I feel like we're trained to look at the president as this person of power and this person of security and this person that, you know, we trust our livelihood with so we want it to be a certain way but again we don't see What's behind closed doors? Like, we don't know if Michelle's cheating or... You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I mean, no, just like, but just like her husband was cheating on her. You know? You I never know. Think, I think Michelle stands by her man. <laughs> You're just, right. I just do, for the record. I love you, Michelle. Yes. Um, but I do. I actually, you know, we've never really talked about it that way before. And I kind of really like that conversation. I like that we're seeing that vulnerability. And when push comes to shove, like tonight, she clearly has this relationship with Charleston. She clearly tells Charleston, like, you know, this is what I'm not going to stand down. Now, the Mm -hmm. question is, are you going to stand with me? Mm -hmm. So when push comes to shove, she does make those hard decisions. It's sometimes a little dramatic to get there, but Mm. she does make them. So, um, you know, 
All right. So moving on from POTUS, how do we feel about, um, you know, what's happening? You know, for some reason, Maureen's just sticking out to me this episode. So there's something about her. I don't know. Do you guys feel that there's anything with Maureen going on? Like, because I feel like like four or five, six episodes ago, we, a few of us on the panel were like, Maureen, she's you know, she's dirty. She's working for the other side. Have you guys let go of that, or what do I you have. think about? Maureen? I have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she's actually a truly genuine friend to Charlie, and she knows even beyond their job, the CIA. She knows the the full relationship between Nick and Charlie, and so as a friend, she has to be supportive to her. Her because it's like, girl, your man's about to die, mm. but this is our job, and mm. we've been all like tirelessly waiting up to kill these people, and your man is with them. Like, I'm sorry, like I'm trying right. to be your friend. It's a hard. It's like you know, she's juggling. So I yeah. agree. I agree. It's hard to kind of uh, reconcile your love for your friend and your love for this relationship that you have with this person with your duty with your job i mean this is something you you, when when they're at odds when they're the complete opposite of each other when you going one way means abandoning another way um that must be hard that Mm. must be really hard for someone who very clearly uh loves charlie and wants the best for charlie um and ultimately you know i think she has to uh, really weigh what's more important to her, her, her loyalty for Charlie, um, or her, 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 I guess she doesn't want Charlie to be hurt as a good friend wouldn't want and to, you wanna to be And you want to be supportive. You want to be supportive, but at the same time, you're right. You know, this is her job and ultimately the mission is what comes first. And who's yeah. going to listen to Maureen if Maureen says, no, don't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, at right, the end right, of the right. day, like huh. Maureen really doesn't have a pool. Right. Okay. So let's move on to the fact that the Craig group somehow found, you know, this information. Like, is Kurt, like, how did Sid, did Sid come back and tell Charleston? Yeah, where does Sid Sid fall in all that? Right. I feel like, like, Charleston apparently, like, I feel like there's a disconnect somewhere. Because Charleston knew that Sid was there in the Craig group. Like, is Sid not being honest that he's part of the Craig group? Because Sid was there, and Nick killed the guy that Sid was with. So they knew about this mission. They were following the mission. Clearly, Sid came back, said the other guy got killed in the field. Who's Sid reporting to? Is he reporting to Victor? Is he part of the Craig group? Because then they, Charleston says that she hired, not hired, but told Sid to follow Kirk because she knew Kirk, knew that people were there, and that's why they all fled into the tunnels. Maybe Sid's an, al- an ally. Maybe he's playing both sides, like Kirk is saying he's supposed to be doing. Maybe right. Sid is doing that. I think Sid is a is a good guy. I think mm-hmm. he's definitely uh, has uh, the the United States' best interests mm-hmm. um, in, in at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, I would really like to understand how he ties into all of it uh, with regards to uh, TKG and how even how he knew that this was even happening. Right? They were they were following this mission very closely, but. Where is it in in that? Like, how did he know that? What's this guy from TKG? Oh my God, we just mentioned his name. Sid Snow, the other guy. Kurt. Kurt. How did he know that Kurt was 
was dirty or that he there was a situation where he might be like his his uh integrity might be questioned yeah there's something else i mean and again next that's just one because there are a couple of things well the other thing to me too is clearly charleston's lying against Stillman withholding information because she didn't tell potus Mm -hmm. that the craig group is out there she didn't Mm -hmm. tell potus that someone was like they know that the one marine was killed but she didn't tell them that when she saw them like fleeing Mm -hmm. to the tunnels she wasn't like this is why it's happening but she knew she knew why that was happening and everyone in the cia office knew right but she knew more that someone had to be she knew that the craig group was then involved and someone there then told them who who probably told fada she knew that there was someone planned like there was a reason why they flew they went underground and Mm -hmm. that reason was because they were informed and she knew that that information had to have come from someone within their camp and so that's where she goes and and you know confronts kurt uh, but yeah, I just, it, I don't know, it's of, so um, weird. There's a lot of loose ends too, because then we have Fada giving, you know, his walkie talkie mm-hmm. to Nick to tell him where the coordinates are. So yeah, why what's is he the, doing what's that? that? What's that about? Like if, if Fada is the guy, the bad guy who wants to kill all the values of the Western world and bring terrorism to the world, like why help? I don't understand that. Yeah, father, well, he's like committing suicide. Well, well, in a sense, yeah, in a yeah. sense, but I mean, without purpose. Yeah. Usually, yeah. there's a there's a grander purpose. Like right. this seems counter counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Like at after least for, all this time. Well, yeah, and, and especially since we know that Fada really is a bad guy, this doesn't really help his cause. Well, we don't know that. That's what Kirk. That's tells what I'm us. saying. Like, we, that, we so don't we don't know. know. We don't know if Kirk is just lying. Yeah. To so do we believe Kurt is the Kurt, question? That's yeah, why Kurt may be so. Shaka Khan. Mm. I don't think Kurt is shot. Although I don't know, because if you think about previous episodes again, you have the episode where the picture came from the phone. Mm-hmm. The phone came from the seventh floor. So who, And Kurt it, knew about the picture. Right. So mm-hmm. was Kurt the one that is trying to I mean, there's a reason why he stole around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason. If yeah, because he could have... If he's the guy, I'm going to be pissed. We And we thought Sid, like, easily... Sid could have just killed him instead of bringing him for Charlie to interrogate him. Like, he could have... Well, so, so Sid clearly... Told him that. It, it, but the, so many times we thought Sid... Like, Kurt is gone. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. When he was driving in that car and pulled over to the side to check, like, that they were following him. We... Every single time... Every time we see Kurt, we always think he's about to die. Mm-hmm. Well, and Sid he, clearly doesn't know the full story, or he's he's trying to figure something out too. Because if he if it turns out that Kurt is a bad guy, I don't know. Sid doesn't strike me as the kind of person that would wait. That would wait exactly. for Charlie to come in and interrogate the dude. Like Sid looks like a a badass motherfucker, you know? Like he's, right, but I right. feel yeah. like I feel like Charleston talked to Sid and was like Sid. You know, that photo got leaked. The only way it could have gotten leaked was X, Y, Z. Kurt is the only one that has access that's not on my team that mm-hmm. wasn't here that could have done it. Go find Kurt. And imagine Right, but if- he doesn't know he doesn't know the full it's clear that he doesn't know the full extent. I think right. I think yeah, that's probably what happened. And How imagine, else would he know? And if he doesn't know, he's not going to kill someone that possibly could be shot, shake a com or whatever. Mm. Because then how are we going to ever know if we caught him or not? Mm. You know what I mean? You're just going to be going years and years and years trying to find someone that's already dead. Yeah. And he, obviously, I mean, they still think that Shika Kam is a person. 
Um, so yeah, that according to that mm-hmm. psychology, according to that logic, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, Who's the guy that they have a picture of then? Who's that guy? Just some random? Yes. Yeah. Fought a, plan- fought a planet that. That was part of his scheme. Yeah. He was like, this is what he looks like. This is, he made this person a real person. And we're trying to say he's not, he, we come to find out Charlie says, oh my gosh, he's not a person. But remember, she does kind of say, I've been looking at this guy in the face this whole time. Kirk is sitting there too. So it may be Kirk. It may be Fada. You never know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think it's Kurt. I don't, you don't I, think so? I think when no. she said she was looking at this guy the whole time. She was talking she about Fada. She was talking yeah. about Fada. Well, we'll see next week. We will see. And Fada, though, like, you got to think about it. Why is he cutting his own stomach open? That's what I feel like. like. Why, yeah. why is he trying so hard to get Nick to trust him? To get Charleston to trust him? Mm-hmm. If at the end of if the day, lying. he knows that they're on a mission kill to himself. kill him. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There has to be a real physical person. And why not have have an American that's sitting in the office of these people that are trying to plant to try to find this guy. And yeah. he still has intelligence within the office. He's still he's playing both fields. He has TKG on his side. He has the CIA, if it's really true that Navarro sent him there, on his side. He, he knows where Charlie's at. He knows where Nick's at. He He's the only person that's playing both sides that knows everything, that knows where everyone is, that knows all the correspondence. He knows what they're all looking for. He knows about the picture. He knows a lot. Yeah, he and does. he can inflict the most damage and with he that does, knowledge. Yeah, but, but with all that, it's not clear to me what his goal yeah that's what's confusing me but you know what their goal really is is to infiltrate the united states with that symbol and all that but they did it they caught they caught the people what you're saying is a hundred percent valid and Mm -hmm. i love it Mm -hmm. but what i'm trying to say is with all that what's left for me is the why it they've caught all those people he's killed aaron and like what else is he trying to do that now he's sitting there knowing that nick's mission is to kill Shakan, whatever. I know I should get it right. I'm sorry, viewers. Uh, I just I keep going to the song every single time. But they know. I know. I can't. But they know. Like, what is he trying? Why? If he's if he's hiding that he's this leader, why? Why didn't he just leave? Why didn't he just take Nick and kill him? Like, why Maybe is he, he going wants to through be this? Famous for kill- for doing this. Maybe he wants to be I don't like know. a... Yeah. I have, I, I have no idea. There's It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I can't remember, wait remember next Remember week. in the beginning of the season, I hope this is the right show or not, Scandal, um, the guy, <laughs> the, the guy, remember they had some guy who wanted to be known as like killing someone and wanted to be like famous for killing, for doing the killing or... I'm sorry. Never no. mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I can't no, ask we, you for sure. Like, I'd <laughs> ask. I'll, I'll text No, okay. if you said it to me, I'd remember. I just but you were, Was it, it this show? But I'm being for no. real. It was like some guy who was going around killing or doing something and then come to find out he just wanted to be famous as the killer <laughs> of this person. I don't think so. Oh. No. <laughs> but anyway, but we do see Fada throughout. But yeah, I want to know what Fada's... <laughs> Master plan is because you think about stuff like you know current day, and you think about Osama bin Laden and mm-hmm. people that this you know kind of coincides with some of the stories we have. You know, actual stories in our history. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't think that Saddam Hussein, whatever, um, not Saddam Hussein, Osama, Osama, Osama bin Laden would ever be like, okay, so I'm going to set this thing up, so then you, I, I can make me. you think that I'm somebody else, but I'm going to take you with me. So let me cut myself, so then I can tell you to tell them the coordinates. It's because I know they're going to bomb us so that I can die. 
Like, but, yeah. because but then why they have does she a want bigger, Nick to be the hero? But they have a bigger power to answer to. And I think he didn't want Nick to be a hero because he knew Nick was going to be by his side when he got killed, too. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe Charlie is just confused. Maybe this whole revelation is, is a, is not the right revelation. Maybe she's wrong. But there has to be some kind of truth to it. Oh, I can't wait till next Monday. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're about at that time where we're going to start wrapping up. Let's take some last predictions. Uh, what do you got, English? What do you think is going to happen next week? I totally think Kirk. We're going to find out Kirk is Shaka Khan. All right. That's a bold that's one. Bold. It's bold, but I hope I'm right. And if I'm right, what do I get? High fives. Okay. <laughs> and, High fives and, and hugs. hugs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you can pick the opening song next week because our opening songs are very obscure every week. So you get to pick well, if you're right. Yeah, it's our season. We won't know, though. Well, we'll watch. Yes, we will. We'll but have to no, watch next for... week is our season finale. So, oh, yeah. And then when we... Okay, yeah. I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're back on track. Uh, okay. I think, I hope, uh, the TKG is... Uh, TKG's motives are uh, revealed. And um, we understand more about how all of that network is connected and who's involved in that network and get a clearer understanding of how the pawns are kind of or where the pawns are placed you're asking for that or you're predicting i'm predicting that that because it's (laughs) the season finale and i have a lot of questions and i think that's what you do on a season finale my prediction is gonna be that nick is alive Mm, you've been saying uh, that. Maybe he's Hannah not. would probably agree with yeah. that. I know, Hannah. Shout I think that's out. Wishful we we miss yeah. Hannah tonight. She's not feeling she's well tonight. Spirit. She's here in spirit. I'm sure she's drooling because we saw Nick shirtless twice. In his underwear. Yeah, so we got to give a shout out to Hannah for that. But I feel like Nick being alive, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. That was a big black hole. It was a big black hole, but he was close to the tunnel. But you know what's funny is in the beginning of the episode, they kept saying, we need proof of death. We need proof of death. They right. still didn't really get proof. I mean, it's a big black hole, but they don't know. That's kind of, I mean, that seems like it would be tough to survive. But, but also, too, <laughs> back to the <laughs> weather thing. Black hole. Back to the weather <laughs> thing. When that, the end scene where there's the <laughs> helicopter flying over that shows us the big black hole. Where was the rain? Right. Oh, it was, yeah. It was sunshine. And I know. Rain. They no. could have let someone down to take Nick out in a heartbeat. Well, there was some smoke, you know? It was, there was a lot was of fog. Bomb. It was foggy. Yeah, but I mean, it was... It was not the typhoon little, that we saw when he was talking Because you know why? Because, look, Nick was, like, looking up like he saw God. He was just like, huh? It was so sunny, and there was a few clouds, but they could have easily just reached him out of there. Mm-hmm. So if Charlie sees this episode, she's going to be mad. They shot that in the valley. Right. Totally <laughs> On a clear day in Glendale. Right. Um... All right, cool. Well, we're so excited for next week. That's yeah. my prediction, that next week we're going to know a lot more. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to make us excited or we're going to be pissed about what happened, but we'll <laughs> be here next week talking is. about it. Um, until then, where can the people find you, English? You guys can find me on Instagram at Pink English as well as on Twitter, English Speaks. You guys can find me at Julian Dujeric on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Stepsy. Check out my website, IamStepsy.com, too. You can see all my other shows. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.